Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. I apologize for being a little bit late. Um, I set the, the recording to start at 10 and then I lost my own damn link. What's going on, Brandon? How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. How you doing, Roy? I can't complain, man. Another week in the books, one down and however many more to go. <laughs> man. So, ladies, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, so as you can see, I sound like I just got out of bed. Technically, I am still half asleep. Why am I still half asleep? Because I've been working 12-hour shifts all week overnight. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I do not envy you right now. So that means you're working on about, what, two hours maybe of sleep right now? An hour and 15 minutes. He got it down to the minute, folks. Well, not, not good. So I'm just gonna tell fellas. So I'm just gonna apologize now because you ain't gonna get a lot out of me today. I'm gonna be doing a whole lot of ad living, but I'm here. Hey, that's all right, man. That's cute. That's all right. We also want to welcome the Red Island Red and Hill Club to the to the show. Um, Kurt, how you doing, man? Doing good. Good short week. (laughs) Yeah, for me, it was the longest short week ever. Like, I didn't think this damn week was ever going to end. Man, I forgot that I forgot that the Fourth of July was on a Tuesday. It was this past Tuesday. It didn't even seem like it was the Fourth of July. It really did. <laughs> it's like the Fourth of July has lost. Like ever since they made Juneteenth a national holiday, it's like the Fourth of July has lost its luster for real. And and, and to be honest, I can uh, you know I can understand that. Yeah, I, 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 you know, and I'm not even trying. I'm not even trying to be funny when I say that. But literally, I'm like the Fourth of July is not even the Fourth of July anymore. It's yeah. not because it even I, I'm, you know, I'm I'm downtown, so I'm like it's downtown was extremely quiet. <laughs> I was able to go. I, I was able to go outside for a minute and go take a look at some. You know, I took a look at some fireworks, but they were like way off in the distance. There were no fireworks like in the middle of downtown Centennial Park or anything. It was extremely quiet. Nothing was going on, which I was glad because that's less than I had to deal with. <laughs> I was just like, "What?" Like I'm like, "This is just not the same Fourth of July." I'm used to. It. I think a lot of it has to be on because it was on a Tuesday as well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's like Tuesday is like the worst day to have a holiday. Absolutely. I remember one year Fourth of July fell on the Wednesday. I was like, "What the fuck am I doing the Wednesday?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I hate I, the fact I didn't work. have to go back to work. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say, Kirk. Work-wise, I hate it when it's in when holiday any holiday is in the middle of the week, and yeah. we just have that one day off, and then you got the day before you work, you're off, then you go back the next day, and it, it throws everything off. Yeah, I yep. took that Monday off. I was like, "Fuck that! I'm not working Monday." <laughs> holidays, yeah. holidays work on holidays work on Friday and Saturday, especially holidays where you eat. Besides Thanksgiving, holidays where you eat and do a bunch of extracurricular activities Friday and Saturday are the best. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Well, folks, as you know, uh, this past week we had uh, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, and for the very first time, we had collision following a WWE event. Um, Unfortunately, I don't have the ratings for that right this second. I'm going to look it up as we're going through the show See if I can find those ratings. See if they changed or or stayed about the same or what have you. Um, but this is the first time that uh, the new show for AEW Collision 
went up against a WWE event in the same day. Um, the true test, in my opinion, and fellas, you tell me if you if you agree or disagree. The true test is going to come once WWE has a, a an event here in the states, and they got to run head to head. Um, I, I think I think AEW is going to take a beating uh, when that happens. In my opinion, what do y'all think? Absolutely, I, I totally agree. Yeah, so totally, agree. I agree, and, 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 and that will happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, with with that said, do you all want to review Money in the Bank first or Collision yeah, first? Money in the Bank. Okay, the let's bank. go ahead and start off with that. Uh, Money in the Bank took place overseas in the UK, so it was on at three o'clock in the <laughs> in the afternoon. Uh, the very first match on the card was the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Participants were L.A. Knight, Sinsuke Nakamura, Logan Paul, Ricochet, Santos Escobar, Butch, and Damian Priest. Um, if you recall, last week on the show, we gave our predictions. And I said that I wanted Damian Priest to win, but I thought that they were going to give the nod to L.A. Knight. Um and once we finish with the review for Money in the Bank, we'll also take a look at, at how our predictions went. Um, this, didn't go, this didn't go well. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, taking a look at this event, uh, Damian Priest comes out on top, which I thought, you know, was a good thing. It wasn't who I predicted. The match was pretty good. Um, it was full of some spots to me. Uh, that spot where uh, where Ricochet went through the table looked a little dangerous to me. But uh, the match itself was pretty good. Bleacher Report gives it a grade of an A. Um, Kurt, what did you think about the men's Money in the Bank match? I had to be honest. I missed this match and meant to go back and watch it because I had to run out to the store. And then when I came back, I didn't realize that that was the first match of the card. So I missed it. I have no input on that. Okay. Uh, what about you, Brandon? Did you happen to catch it? Yeah, I watched it. I watched the entire pay per view. Okay. Um, yeah, that was a pretty good match. That um, that that Spanish fly through the table could almost end it very, very bad, very bad. But yeah, um, I, I, I'm not mad at Damian Priest winning. I just knew I was like, man, I just knew LA Knight was going to win this match. But I, I did. Too. I, I just, but I think that with him, they're doing a slow burn. I think that they are acknowledging that. The crowd is totally behind them, totally behind them. And so it's going to be a slow burn, so we'll see how the rest of the year goes or whatever. But, you know, Damian, I think Damian Priest was the right choice. It's time. I do do as well. I do. And I'm going to tell you something to piggyback on what Brandon was saying about L.A. Knight because I was reading an article on Dave Meltzer, and what he was saying is he thinks that um, they're not going to even push L.A. Knight any, like, too longer because he'll be 41, I think, this year or next year. And they normally don't push superstars that late in their career, which you know, what? Yeah, that's that's what it, that's what he reported. Nah, they, but I think I think the crowd is just too behind him to where you you got to push. Absolutely, yeah. you have to. You have it don't to matter how old. He, look, 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 man. Hold hey, man, hey man, I'm just reporting on. Don't get mad at me. No, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> I ain't mad at you at all. But I'm like, they ass. Yeah, I had to. I had the same reaction. I was like, you know, the crowd is behind LA right now. He don't LA give a damn right how old he is. Yeah. yeah and then on top of that, and then on top of that, then we talk about one week that most wrestlers don't really hit their stride until 
maybe 35, 40, 45, and they've, they've done at least 15, 20 years in the business. I think L.A. Knight is at 20. He's still in great shape. He has a yeah. great look. He can talk. And the crowd is the crowd, he has gotten that crowd. How? I don't know. But he has gotten <laughs> that crowd behind him. And I ain't mad at it because you know what? It's one of them, man. When that, when that, yeah, lay, when that thing come on, man, you already know what time it is. And he'd have made it there. And I haven't been able to say that about anybody in a long time. So well, he, he got him behind him by using the rock and um, stone cold line. Well, you you know what? That, but, you know that's part of the wrestling. That's part genius. of the Genius, and I'm 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 willing to bet you them two guys sitting back left. Matter of fact, uh, the WWE showed a, a video last night. I guess it was like a little dark segment or something between them and uh uh the uh the fake wanna be death row. And um, I noticed that LA Knight went and did a version of the People's Elbow last night. <laughs> he didn't go and run across the ring or anything, but he did a version of he did a version of the people's elbow last night. But at the same time, like I'm not I'm not I'm not mad at it because the shit that the Rock and Stone Cold did it worked and it got the crowd behind him and he using the same formula. But so that's who, part of the rational business. You're like, who yeah. hasn't stole off of somebody? Everybody done stole off of somebody. Yeah, hey man, everybody, check, check it out. the The funny thing in this match to me was when Logan Paul did the the frog splash. And the crowd started chanting, you still suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, hey, took, man, that was a cool It shit. took me a minute to, to really, because, you know, my, with my hearing, it took me a minute to, to really hear what they were saying. But once I got it, I died laughing. Dang. Man, uh, hell no. Nah. You know what? That means that, hey, man, that, that was some cool ass shit. You still suck, man. Nigga, fuck you. Oh, man. I got to go back and watch that. <laughs> yeah, go, go back and watch that, Kurt. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but that means Logan Paul doing his job. There yeah. you go. Yeah. He's doing his job. Um, but again, man, that spot with, with him and Ricochet going through the table, that, whew. I did see that, a highlight of that, and I was like, God damn. And, yeah, and, and, and Paul, Logan like, Paul damn. went face first into the damn yeah. table. Yeah, and Hill Club yeah, say he's hurt right now. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. Say he's hurt right now. Yeah. That's well, that's bad. unfortunate, but with a spot like that, I mean, I can understand why. <laughs> Shit. Did y'all, yeah. did y'all two, did y'all two see online where him and Ricochet had a pull apart, like at the end of that match? They did it backstage. It was like a network exclusive. Or oh, something. no, I didn't see that. No. Yeah, so if I find it out, if I if I don't pass out and fall asleep after we practice, because okay, that could that could actually be a but that could that, be a good singles match. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's the program absolutely. they're going towards. Absolutely. That's the program I was reading somewhere where they was like that actual spot that they botched or whatever that was supposed to have been like the kickstart to the program, but they fucked it up. I so gotcha. Yeah, so they did a pull apart backstage. Honestly, it's one of the. It, that was a damn good pull apart because it looked like it was for real. You get what I'm saying? Like it was like a real. It was. It looked like it was a real fight. So yeah, no, I missed that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it and and, and send it to y'all. Let y'all see it. Okay. It was, it was, yeah. Next next up it's, it's, is something that I did not understand for the fucking life of me. Um, the women's tag team championship match. I'm not mad at the at the title switch. Well, I shouldn't say that. I didn't like the title switch because it made no sense having them give up the title to begin with. Talking about uh, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, 
if they were just going to give it right back to him when Liv Morgan came back. Right. What I don't understand and what I don't like is Shayna Baszler turning on Ronda Rousey. Um, if they were going to do that, they should have let this tag team have a good run, build up some momentum, win the championship back, or even carry the championship for a long time. But this this just made no sense to me. Um, Kurt, did you see this match? I did. It did make sense at all. But let me tell you what um, Shayna Baszler um, was talking about after later in the week. Okay. So the only reason they got the titles is because Ronda Rousey went to the, you know, the higher ups was like, listen, we need the belts on us right now because they wasn't going to do it at all. Mm. Because Ronda was like, hey, you know, that's something that I haven't done, but, you know, Shayna deserved it and we deserve to be tag team champions. So they, she put her foot down like, I want this to happen right now. That's why they took the titles off of um, Raquel and Mor- Morgan in the beginning. But now that um, R- Ronda is going, she's about to leave again. And this is her her way out right now to have a match with um, Shayna before she leaves again. Ah, okay. I didn't realize she was leaving again. So I, I guess yeah, that does is, make she sense. Is leaving again. She is leaving again. You think she's going back to UFC? She is, yes. The one more fight in UFC, and then I think that's going to be it for a while with her, her and WWE for a minute. But yeah, she's going, she's going back. WWE for good. I think she's coming back. I think she's going to leave for a minute, but then I think she's coming back. But I don't understand. Who who is she gonna fight in the UFC right now? She'd get her ass beat by anybody over there. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the, so I'm the like, one, well, I don't understand why you're trying to do that. The one fight I would want to see is with the person that just retired. She yeah. that's the only. She would beat her ass. Yes. And I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see. She would get hurt. Yeah, I I don't I don't I'm like you. I don't understand yeah. why I go back to UFC now. Yeah, I, I do not want. I don't want to see that at all. If she goes back to UFC, she better have some new moves in her arsenal. Because remember, the last time she got beat, she basically got exposed. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, why she's she, okay. Better. Here, here's Ron's hot take on that. My thing was she was riding high in UFC because she was whooping everybody's ass. And Kurt, uh-huh. this is in the era where we were hitting uh, Hooters every, every month to watch every, the pay- every, every pay per view. Yes. Every pay per view. And I don't know if you remember me saying it. I said, once somebody figures her, it's like a day o' no mo. When he was pitching for the Dodgers, when he first came on, nobody could touch that cat. He had like a .16 ERA. So I said, once people figure Ronda Rousey out, because to me, no offense, Ronda Rousey, because you could probably beat my ass. Uh, Not probably. You could beat my ass. Um, She was a one-trick pony with that arm bar. Once somebody figured that out, it was over for her. And yep. she, she, when she lost, you saw what she did when she lost. She walked out of the ring. She didn't talk. She pouted like a child. And that was it. Yeah. So I think if she goes back now, the women in the UFC are much more well-rounded now. She's been figured out. And I just think that arm bar shit's not going to work like it used to. No. Nope. Yeah. So. She better have a new, she better have a, she better have like a cocaine or clutch or something. <laughs> Mills. <laughs> Bleacher Report, excuse me, Bleacher Report gave this match a C plus, which I can kind of understand. Um, overall, I thought the match was okay. Um, again, the, with Kurt breaking just now breaking down the the title switch, I, I get it, but I just thought that that 
uh, Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey were going to carry those titles for a while. I thought they were going to be the team to beat. And I'm talking like maybe going to next year's WrestleMania or something. But apparently things change. Um, Brandon, I didn't get, I mean, we talked about it, but I didn't get your opinion of the match. What did you think about the match itself? Yeah, I thought the match was okay. Um, and yeah, you know, after hearing, listening to what Kurt was saying, it makes a little bit more sense now. Cause like, you know, like you, I thought that they were going to have a long run with the title as well, but Hey, if she's leaving, they got to get the titles back off of them. So, yeah, you know, it may, you know, and Hey, she, I guess she knew what her plan was. And she was like, Hey, let's do this now, which not, they should have been the tag team champions. I just wish they would have took a different route with putting the belts on. Them. That's all. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I totally and, agree and, with and, that. And, if we knew that Liv Morgan was going to come back this fast, then why strip him of the damn tag team titles? Now, they could wait. Hill Club said Liv Morgan now has beaten Ronda three times. I would not have guessed that. Liv Morgan wow. has three victories over Ronda Rousey. <laughs> wow. That's the Ronda, Ronda Rousey killer. Wow. All right. Every, 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 for every opponent, that just whoops everybody ass. There's always that one opponent that just, <laughs> and apparently Liv Morgan is that one for like, Ronda Rousey. Right, like, like, damn, who, what team was that? <laughs> Y'all remember that year when the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the shit out of everybody, but they couldn't beat the Tennessee Titans. I don't remember that specifically, but I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I. They do. beat the shit. That was the year that the Tennessee Titans went to the Super Bowl. I remember that. Okay, the Jacksonville yes. Jaguars beat they. They went fifth. They went fourteen and zero against everybody else, and they could. The only team that could beat them that entire year was the damn Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans beat them three times, damn. twice in the regular season and then in the championship game. I remember that. I remember that. Next up, and we- I don't think it, I, I don't think it's been done since. Next up, we got the interna- international. I don't even know what that damn word was, people. <laughs> I don't even know what that damn word was. International. Wow. <laughs> the Intercontinental Championship. Matt Riddle, bro, versus Gunther. I was not interested in this match at all. Um, and, and I'll be honest, uh, because of Matt Riddle, I'm not a huge fan of Matt Riddle. But the match was okay. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. Um, it wasn't great either, but it wasn't bad. Um, another match that Bleacher Report gave a C plus. Um, Gunther retains, and then uh, Drew McIntyre shows up. And we've talked about McIntyre before. It, it, they've started and stopped with him so much. It like it's like it doesn't even matter now that he shows up. Um, Brandon, what did you think about this match between? Uh, Riddle and Gunther, and what did you think about McIntyre showing up there at the end? Um, to be honest, like with this match, I just kind of checked out because I knew who was going to win. Yeah, I can, so I can. I just kind of checked out, so I didn't even <laughs> really watch it that hard. So I don't have a rating. I didn't watch it that hard. But I was, um, they were, I wasn't shocked to see McIntyre. I, I, I actually like McIntyre, and I'm with you. They done started and started, stopped. Started and stopped with him so much to where it's like, yeah. But I do enjoy seeing him perform in the ring, and I had a chance to see him perform live. Like, he, he does his thing. So, you know, man, listen, I just don't want – I do not want them to not have gone to break the Honky Tonk Man's record. Please let that happen. 
And then whatever it is you want to do after that, do it because I think that um Gunter is about it's about it's about that time for him to go ahead and start getting in that title picture. Whenever they whenever when this blood whenever this bloodline business get done, I guess we'll get to that later. But, yeah, we yeah. we got some some talking to do on that one. Um yeah. <laughs> Kurt, what'd you think about this match between Riddle and Gunther and then uh McIntyre showing up? I was not interested at the to watch it either. Uh wasn't Nothing to look home about, uh, to watch home about. But uh, he clotheslined the shit out of her rip. Yeah, he clotheslined the shit out. Of him. <laughs> yes, he did. I was Sorry. like, God damn! I said that had to fucking hurt. I said that had to hurt. But I do like the the uh, appearance of um, damn. Who are we talking about? McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. McIntyre. I, I do like the appearance of McIntyre, and I do want. I I am interested to see where that goes uh, as far as. Uh, if they take the title off of Gunther and put it on McIntyre, you know, what's the end game with that? But I am interested to see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Now, I will say that because it is somebody uh, that can match up with Gunther uh, size-wise. Um, yes. So, and, and McIntyre is not bad. It's just that WWE has, like, they've missed so many opportunities with him. And when they did do the right thing and give him the title, then they give him some rubber sword and made him look foolish. Um, so we'll see what happens. I, I am interested in seeing McIntyre versus Gunther, see where they go with that. But yeah, you're right, Kirk. That clothesline was painful. That was the, hey, that was the clothesline from hell for real. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I branded when it happened. That's that's exactly what ran through my goddamn mind. Okay, I said, man, so, that should have to fucking hurt. One of the greatest finishing moves ever. Clothesline from hell. Speaking of which, you mentioned the clothesline from hell, and this has nothing to do with money in the bank. For whatever reason, um, earlier this week, I looked up Linda Miles just to see what she's doing now. And for those of you who don't know who Linda Miles is, the former Shaniqua from WWE, we're talking almost 20 years ago now. If not, no, not quite that long. But anyway, you talk about the clothesline from hell. You remember when she came back to WWE, she looked a little more, let's say, enhanced, if you will. Uh-huh. She had breast uh, breast implants done, and they said that, and I don't remember this at the time, but they said that they explained it on WWE TV as permanent swelling from the clothesline from hell she took from JBL. <laughs> Oh shit! Stop playing. Permanent swelling from a clothesline from hell. Wow. I don't even remember who you're talking about. I don't even remember. I, I remember her, and I remember. I do I remember, remember her, when she came I don't back. Remember that. I do I don't remember. remember she, I don't remember. Her. I have no. I can't even picture her right now. I, no I, I remember. I remember her. Okay, Kirk. Let me Wait, let me I see if I can refresh your memory. You remember the Bashams? Yeah. Okay. You remember their manager? No. Okay. Well. I'll I'll send you a picture of her. She was like this dominatrix type. Yeah, she was black. Yeah, slender but muscular black lady. Um, I'll send you a picture. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Getting back to Money in the Bank. uh, Cody Rhodes versus (laughs) Dirty Dom Dom Mysterio. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I wanted to see this match. I knew who I knew who was gonna win, and I knew it wasn't gonna be the match of the century. But I so wanted to see this match just to see what Dominic did. And man, I gotta tell you, he plays his role so well. Yeah, he does. I mean, it's just 
you know, an- another match. Okay, here's here's we noticed uh, with the last AEW pay per view we reviewed, Bleacher Report was given A pluses to some bullshit matches, right? This is the third match in a row that Bleacher Report has gave a C plus to. Now, I agree with the ratings, the C pluses that is. But I'm just saying, you can definitely tell that there's kind of a, a lean towards AEW because there's no way some of those A plus matches that they gave to AEW were A plus matches. I agree. Um, I totally agree. Totally. <laughs> but in this in this match, Rose ripped off his cast, and uh, supposedly now his left arm is healed. That was a quick. That was a quick heal, quick healing broken arm. Um, supposedly. Uh, but, uh, Cody Rhodes gets the win. As I said, Bleacher Report gave this match a C plus. Like I said, it wasn't the match of the year by any stretch of the imagination, but it was an entertaining match. Uh, Kurt, what'd you think about this match? Uh, they want to see it at all. I think Dominic looked like a kid next to these, like <laughs> a kid against grown men. He doesn't, uh, impress me at all. He hadn't got any better in my opinion. He does make you want to hate him. So he's doing a good job at that. But uh, yeah, I don't like that. Didn't like that. Okay. Brandon, what about you? What did you think about this one? Yeah, it was the the only the highlight for me in the match was when Cody took off that cast and then Dom started. Uh, he took off running and, like, in the words of JR, he took off running like a scalded dog. <laughs> <laughs> that, was the, that, was the, that was funny. That was, it was funny. It was, his it was eyes about jumped out of his head. He was like, he thought he out somebody. He was like, yeah, you can't do shit because y'all broke. Uh-huh. Man, Cody took that damn thing off. He's like, oh, hell no, I don't want none of this, man. Hey, man, I was, hey, man, I was just playing, man. But yeah, Kurt Beck is a good boy. He does look like a boy amongst men. Yeah, I agree. But I think, but I think that that's what adds on to this whole character that he's playing now because he's trying to play like a fake tough guy. The only thing that he got on them is that he's, you know, in wrestling business terms, it's not real life, but he has one of the baddest women on the face of the planet right now. That's pretty much is his bodyguard. That's his version. That's pretty much that she's his China basically. So, <laughs> so, you know, and she's kind of like turning them and basically trying to turn that boy into a man. You get what I'm saying? And so it just kind of it, it it just adds to his character. It's like it's, you know, ain't, ain't nobody else in the wrestling business right now doing what he's doing. It's original, so okay. you know, hey man, just you know, he's he just getting started. So I'm like, I'm not gonna try to you know, not saying anybody's bashing his wrestling ability, but it, you know, it's just he's just getting started. So it's like he got to get some more reps under his belt. But maybe one day, I don't know, maybe he might turn into something one day. He ain't gonna be nothing like his daddy. I can tell you this, yeah. You know, Hill Club, God, damn Hill Club! I would I'm with, be more. I'm, I'm, in- with, I'm, I'm with Hill Club on that. <laughs> I would be more <laughs> interested more in interested. listening to crickets than seeing dumb dumb wrestling. Damn it, man! No. I, I you know, agree, I'm Hill just, Club. I, to be honest with you, I don't. I agree with Hill Club too. I, I want to see Dom get on that mic and let the fans have it. That's what I want to see. <laughs> yeah, that's coming. With I think. That, yeah, with, with him and that peach fuzz on his chin, I just want to see him. I just want him to let the fans have it. <laughs> and and I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna turn this whole this whole segment right here over to Kurt. <laughs> I'm turning this over to Kurt. Oh, because Kurt had the line of the night in our text text messages. Oh, John Cena returns. Kurt, take it from there. <laughs> 
Hey, man, if John Cena has any real friends or family out there, y'all need to tell that man to cut all that goddamn hair off his head. Because that big-ass bald spot that is going that everybody can see visibly is embarrassing, and you need to cut that shit out. So all anybody that really loves John Cena, be honest with this man and say, hey, man, you need to cut that shit off your head <laughs> and stop it. <laughs> oh, man. Man. And I didn't even know. I mean, I understood why he why they had him in, because, like I said, he's he's campaigning or like he said, rather, he's campaigning to get uh, WrestleMania uh, in London. And um, I, I actually think that's going to happen simply because I don't think Vince or Triple H either one is going to take well to to the ticket sales that. AEW is doing right now for their event in in London, so I think we will see um, uh, WrestleMania in London at some point. I never thought about that, Ryan. I never put the two and two together. Never thought about that. Yeah. That's interesting. That that's interesting to think. About. Yeah, yeah. I I just think. Um, I mean, you know, Vince. For all the knock that we give Vince, he's competitive as hell. And yeah. to sit back and see that, that AEW is just selling, like, ticket after ticket after ticket to this upcoming event for them next month, uh, I just think he's going to, okay, hold my beer. <laughs> and uh, I think we will see that. Now, I don't know if it'll be next year. Well, no, they already got the spot for next year. Yeah. But, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Next up is the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. And for everything I said about Ricochet's uh, Ricochet and, and Logan Paul table spot, I say that about several spots in this ladies match. Um, there were several things that made me cringe and go ooh ah or whatever. Um, did y'all happen to see Trish Trish Stratus nose after she fell off that ladder? Yeah, I told my wife when we were watching, I said, she just broke her nose. That's what I was thinking. I was like, she had to have broken her nose. There, I, there was no blood, but that thing was bruised up like yeah. you wouldn't believe. And it was, I said, I told my wife, I said, she just broke her nose. I said, look. Yeah, they, they were, and, and there were a couple of uh, bumps like that, that, that just oh, like, they look haphazard. I mean, everybody seems to have come out at uh, okay but uh but yeah that that ladder the the women's money in the bank match something. was crazy. Trish is always breaking something on her face. <laughs> Y'all ever noticed that? But the participants were Bailey, Becky Lynch, Zelina Vega, EO Sky, Trish Stratus, and Zoe Stark. Uh Bleacher Report gives the match a B plus. Um I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Uh, EO Sky defeated everybody else and won the title, or not the title, but won the briefcase. Um, right. It was kind of a corny way that it happened, but I think the right person won. Even though I didn't pick it, I think the right person won. Um, Brandon, what did you think about the ladies' uh, money in the bank match? I thought it was great because I got the pick right. <laughs> I, that's the one thing I know I got right. I, I, I don't even. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure. We'll figure that out in the end. I guess we got him. Anyway, but I I I, I like the match. And yes, there were there were a few spots that made me cringe. And I guess, and I think at the same time, because they are like ladies, still, even though you know they could do they could do things that a lot of grown men can't do. But you know, still. 
you know, man, safety safety is everything. So I didn't want any, I didn't want anybody to get hurt. And I think Trish took probably the worst in the match. But salute Trish Stratus for um, you know, she is a Hall of Famer and she is participating in ladder matches at this stage of her career. So salute to her. Um, but that's all I got. It was it was it was cool. Yeah, yeah. I I like I say I liked it. Um, I I thought it was was better than the men's in in terms of action. Um, yeah. But that's just my opinion, Kurt. What did you think about the the ladies uh, money in the back match? Money in the thought, back match. I thought it was good, but it was a lot of missed spots in that match to where it looked, you know, like kind of like they just were off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but it was a good match. But like yeah, those missed spots. If it wasn't for those missed spots that I that were just obvious, this match could have been an A. Yeah. It, it could could have easily been an A. It was almost like watching the Sandman match in ECW. Yeah, it was it was it was it was brutal. Yeah, it, it definitely it was. was. All right. Especially for women. It was brutal. But the right person did win. So I, I I'm very interested to see what happens now. Me too. And who, and who will she challenge for the title? But that's that's what I'm interested to see. She might, she might, she might catch that mug in next week. We'll see. We're gonna find out. This, no. uh, this championship match next week. We'll see. All right. She almost did it last night, but uh, yeah. Next up, we got the World Heavyweight Championship: Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Not a bad match. Um, I, I'll even say a very good match. Um. I I just look. I, I understand Rollins controls that crowd with that singing. That shit gets old after a while. I hate that shit. <laughs> it gets old. It's, it's, after it's, a while. Get, it's, it's getting old now. And it's definitely getting old. You know, especially when his introduction takes place at the beginning of a match, and they spend five minutes just to let the crowd sing. Come on, man. Um, but Rollins wins the match. Um, grade B plus. Uh, Damian Priest does come down to the ring, creates a little bit of confusion or maybe some uh, issues within the Judgment Day. Um, Kurt, what did you think about the match between Rollins and Balor? I thought it was okay, but I would I would have liked to see Finn win to where Damian challenged um, Finn for the title. That way they can just break this whole Judgment Day up and be done with their asses. Okay, because I'm sick of that. I'm sick of that. <laughs> I think it's coming. I, 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 I think it's coming. Well, I hope so. I think it's. But I, I would. I would. I still would like to see the title on Finn and get it off of Seth because I don't like Seth being the champion. It's just something about that just rubbed me the wrong fucking way. <laughs> oh man! Well, Brandon, what did you think? I thought. Well, first, let me shout out the Hill Club because you said I wasn't the only one that predicted the winner of that uh, wet women's money in the bank. <laughs> so I stand corrected because I so thought I was the only one that got that right. But I stand corrected, Hill Club, sir. Um, but uh, anyway, move on. <laughs> you put it in all caps. I saw that. Yeah, right. Right. I saw that. So yeah. he screamed it at you, goddammit. it! <laughs> I feel like I'm at work all over again because I write in all caps. That's the only way I can write. Understand what it is I'm writing. I know I write chicken scratch. Anyway, uh, uh shit. I thought I thought the uh, uh, Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. I thought the match was I thought the match was pretty good. Um, there were times in that match I thought I was like Finn might actually pull this thing out. Uh, Damian Priest 
came on out. I was like, he might, okay, he might cash in, but you know, they teased it, of course. So, but you know, I, I was, I was, I was fine with it. Um, I'm fine with Seth being a champion, but I will agree, even though I get a kick out of his theme song. I do because I, I catch, I was walking around at work last night humming that shit. <laughs> but it, after a while, it, it, that you know, when the crowd it, it start to get old, you can kind of tell. Like in the crowd, it's like, okay, we need something else now, you know, because it's, it's 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 start it's starting to get old. It's starting to get old, but you know, I, I'm I'm cool with it. I'm the new age wrestling fan. I'm cool with it. I know y'all not, but okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm cool with it. It was a good match, and you know that's the saga continues. And I think that the Judgment Day is going to break up sooner than we think. All right. Now, one thing I also want to say, um, because looking through this real quick, uh, y'all, I did not realize how much I appreciated Michael Cole until the new guy showed up. Uh, the guy that does Raw now, the English guy. Um, I, it is refreshing to hear Michael Cole on commentary for these, these pay-per-views. I refuse to say PLEs. Um, so yeah, you know, shout out to Michael Cole, man. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't appreciate you while you were calling Raw. All right, next up is... It was, it was hard to appreciate him because he was following JR and the King. I, I... True, true. You got some awfully big shoes to fill. Yeah, um, so he, that, that's yeah, that's he is 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 almost as if like Michael Cole. Michael Cole is is SmackDown because him and Taz put SmackDown on the map. Hey man, let me tell you, I had I had like a proud dad moment. Uh, my son walks out while I'm watching Monday Night Raw the other night. He said, "Is that Finn Balor calling the match?" And no, it wasn't. But like, I'm just like. My son's not a wrestling fan. For me to be the wrestling fan I am, my son doesn't. On Monday nights, we'll be watching something together before wrestling comes on. As soon as I switch it over to USA, he gets up and goes to his room. <laughs> mm-hmm. He is He's just not a wrestling fan. But he it came out and he's like, is that Finn Balor? And I was like, damn, not only does he recognize an accent, but he called Finn Balor by name. Shit, maybe I am rubbing <laughs> off on him a little bit. Um, <laughs> but next up, we got the main event, the Civil War, the Bloodline Civil War, the Usos versus Solo, Sokoa, and Roman Reigns. This match, uh, let me first say, Bleacher Report gives it an A. Um, no. I, I Yeah, I don't know that I would give it an A. I'm not going to give it a bad grade, but I, I definitely don't know that I would give it an A. Um, the 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 emotions or whatever that was, it, uh, the the you know, maybe it was hard for him to decide, or maybe he was going through some doubt or whatever that Roman Reigns was trying to express during that match just did not come across well. Um, I didn't like him getting the pin. Or being pinned, I should say. Not because necessarily he hadn't been pinned in three years. I just thought it was an awkward spot. And it wasn't the right spot for him to be pinned. Um, That pin should have liked the Undertaker's streak. Um, If you're going to break it, it needs to be a momentous occasion. It needs to be a huge occasion where you can make a big deal out of it. As is, they talked about it, but there wasn't a big deal of it. Come on, man. This man hadn't been pinned in three years. And he gets pinned in a tag team match. So 
I wasn't a huge fan of the finish. The match was was decent. Um, definitely, in my opinion, not an A. I would give it either a C plus or a B minus. Um, Kurt, what would you? What did you think about this match, and what grade would you give it? I would definitely give it a C plus, maybe even a, a D Ooh. for letting let for even letting Roman get pinned. That's why I, you definitely don't let him get pinned. Mm-hmm. Solo should have got pinned in that match, and then you build to um, SummerSlam with him and Jake, but don't let Roman get beat like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't like. I, I thought, but that's one thing I did. We differ on. I thought, and this is one thing that I think Roman does a very good job on. His face refreshments are just great. No, I, I agree with I, you on that. And, and most, I did, I, and I think that when he does them, is is in the right moment. It's all everything is like in, is, he timed it perfectly on everything. So I I think he does that very very good. That that's just I think that's where we differ on. But as far as the match, I give it a D because Roman should have not have lost that match. And you're right on that. He if you're gonna lose, they got to be in a very high profile match, and it, and it should be for the title. Yes. Not the tag team. And it, and it needs team. some build to it. Absolutely. You <clears> got to <throat> build to it. And even, even I know we're building the SummerSlam and Jay, but there's no way in hell he should lose that SummerSlam to Jay. No way. And no. I hope they don't do that. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, Brandon, what about you? What are your thoughts on the match and what grade would you give it? Uh, I gave the match a, a C, a C flat. Um, I blew my mind that Roman Reigns took that pin. Yeah. That that I, like it's one of those moments where I kind of screamed at the TV. Because <laughs> I was there. like, no, 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 no. Solo should have took the pin. If you're gonna pin Roman Reigns, that that happened at SummerSlam with him and Jay Uso go toe to toe. That's the only way I could have I would have said no 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 I take that back. Let that be when they re- when they run him and Cody Rhodes back again at WrestleMania, and let Cody go ahead and pin him for the title, and then that'll be that'll be the end of it because after Roman Reigns gets pinned, we don't need to see Roman Reigns for a year. I, I agree. You know what I'm saying we don't need to see him for a year. We don't need to hear nothing from him. He's at home. He's distraught, and he just need a minute. He need he on a sabbatical. He need a minute. You know, and then let, get that man a year off and let him come back and, and it'll be something totally different. But there's no way that Roman Reigns should have gotten pinned last night. Hill Club brings up a good point. He says, how many have opponents used their finishers that hurt more than a splash off the top rope? Um, and I agree. I mean, you know, I, they built up the Civil War. But when I say build to Roman Reigns getting pinned, I mean build to Roman Reigns getting pinned. Right. It, it 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 has to focus on that. They have they need to build it up. This man hasn't been pinned in three and a half years. Can anybody do it? Blah blah. Just build to that. But to to kind of pull it out of nowhere, I think maybe they were going for the shock factor. But yeah, to me, yeah, it's Definitely. like it's like with the Undertaker losing uh, at WrestleMania. You went for the shock factor, but it fell flat as hell because nobody thinks it should have happened. It shouldn't yeah, have happened. Right. So, so, so I want to the piggyback off of that. Do y'all know that they asked um, Edge to be the person to pin the Undertaker? He's like, "You're you out your goddamn mind." Say He's that like, again. Edge, when Edge wrestled the Undertaker at WrestleMania one year, mm-hmm. they wanted Edge to be the person to break the streak, and he's like, "You're out of your goddamn mind." Oh yeah, no. 
He was like, there's no way. And he said, that street should never be broken. Never. And he said, I'm not going to be the one to do it. He's like, no. He said, no, I'm not doing that. He want that thing on him like that. He was like, no, I am not doing that. Yep. He already had, he, look, he already had that him and Lita thing on him. He ain't need another one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was like, no, he was like, no, I'm he, not doing he that. need no more edge and not need no more bullshit. Okay. Yeah. He was like, I'm not doing that. So I don't blame him. Salute the edge. I don't blame him at all. Yeah. I, 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 I would, I would have went and told management the same thing. No, I am not pinning the Undertaker. Absolutely. I'll pin anybody else. I'm not pinning that man at WrestleMania. You got, hell no. I agree. I, I don't, I didn't like it that Brock Lesnar pinned him. No, no. And then they I turn right either. around and let Roman Reigns pin him. Yeah. And I'm like, the only way, the only way that I would have accepted, because I know, you know, the Undertaker legitimately got injured in that match. Um, he had a very, you know, he had that concussion or whatever. The only way I could have accepted the Undertaker getting pinned is if they, um, is if they're like, they're like, he literally just had to lay there and Brock can have a choice. Yeah. I, I agree. That's the only way I would have accepted it. I agree with Kurt. I don't think that streak should have ever been beaten. Um, never, never. I think never. he should have rolled never. off in the sunset with that feather in yep. his cap. Yep. And never. It, because a, a lot of time for for some WrestleManias, that was the only thing that people were tuning in to see. Exactly. And the whole thing about it is, when it's all said and done, what beating him? What did you get out of that? Nothing. Right. Nothing. You got nothing out of that because I nothing. I argued with another fan. They were saying that because of Brock Lesnar's. Um, his uh, crossover appeal and all that stuff. I said, no, it does, the, the crossover appeal doesn't matter now because at that time, WWE was getting coverage on ESPN. They've already crossed over. The so, yeah, so, so there's no, there's nothing to gain because Brock Lesnar is already established in wrestling. He's already established in UFC. There's nothing new there. So you don't do, you don't give, it's not like you gave any type of rub or passing of any sort of torch to Brock Lesnar. He was already established. Right. So, yeah, I just, I, I still, to this day, I wanted to throw something through my TV when that, when that happened. Man, to be honest, and I, I still hold, in my opinion, with y'all, like y'all, that streak should have never been broken. But I'm like, if anybody was going to break that streak, it should have been Roman Reigns. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're if you're going been, to, it should have been Roman Reigns. Yeah, and that could have, that in essence, we're looking at okay, the bloodline thing now. He's the tribal chief. That could have kickstarted the whole thing right there. You just beat the you beat the top dog in the business. Yeah, in I his agree. own street, you you I, beat you beat him, and can't nobody take that away from you. And so, yeah, you I agree with that, bro. You the big dog. I agree with that. Yes, I definitely yeah. agree with that. And I, 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 I think I think that would been a dope. That would have been a dope ass story. If, if you were, if you were, if you gonna do it, I definitely agree with that. The way you just put it out there, I, I agree with that one hundred percent. Yeah, I make a new, make that. make yeah. give somebody a rub, make a brand new star. Yep. Yeah, well, thank you. Yes, make, make make a bigger superstar. <laughs> make a bigger superstar because that could have kickstarted the bloodline storyline right there. Yeah. yeah, you're you're right. You're right. And I, I hate to be Absolutely. the dead horse, but again. You didn't create anything with Brock Lesnar. He did. was already no. established. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's why I said you got nothing out of that. You right. got nothing out of that. Nothing. nothing. So, and Brock didn't beat The Undertaker before when he was younger. Yes. So it should have been somebody that never beat The Undertaker ever. Roman Reigns would have been perfect to be the first one to do it. He'd have been perfect. It was a layup. It was, it was, and I thought for a minute before all that went down, I'm like, well, that's a layup right there because look at the trajectory that he's on. 
But it is what it is, man. Yeah. What happened happened. So. Yeah, we can't go back and and rebook. Can't go back it, and change so. it now. All right. Douglas still beat Mike Tyson. It is what it is. <laughs> Let's move on. So that was Money in the Bank for 2023. Overall, I think I would give the the show a a, a B grade. Um, not a bad show, um, but it uh, you know aside from aside from Roman getting pinned, I think it was a, a solid show. Um, so now let's find out how horrible we did <laughs> with these predictions. Oh, yeah, so uh, out of Ryan, you got two right. <laughs> I, I have two right, and Brandon is the winner with four. <laughs> yeah, hey, bro, you you deserve that for getting an hour and fifteen minutes worth of sleep today. You deserve that. Bro. Hey man, <laughs> hey, hey man, that's, that's shit. You know, so I'm just gonna let y'all in in a secret. I am laying in my bed doing this right now because I ain't had the energy to get sit up to sit up right. But man, I almost flew out this bed just now. I, just, I got four right. Cause I could have sworn I only got one right. The only one that I remember was the E.O. Sky one. That was no, it. You got four. You got four. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's shit. I'm shocked. I, I got two. When I was watching yeah. the show, I'm like, well, I got that one wrong. Well, I got that one wrong. Well, I got that one wrong. <laughs> man, they were pulling out so many swerves, man. It wasn't even funny. It's like, hold on. We ain't seen none of this coming, man. Yeah. All right. And, and I cannot look. I can't sing the ladies praise enough for that ladder match, uh, that money in the bank match. Um, very good match. Um, yeah. So kudos to the women, man. I think everybody, I said it Monday night about the Rhea Ripley and Natalia match, but every woman on the AEW roster needs to watch these women in WWE. Um, yeah. So one thing I do want to say about Rhea Ripley. Yes, sir. I, I really think they're doing her a disservice by being, you know, so involved with a judgment day and Dom to where her title reign has been not good at all. I'm talking about it's been below average at best. I'm talking about she doesn't you defend the title here and there. You're more involved with the judgment than Dom trying to build him up and it takes away from her. I'm talking about yeah. taking everything away from her. They didn't really she, have she, they, she, she deserved better than that. I don't they, they didn't really have an, they, didn't, they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't really have an opponent for her. Her opponent right now is Natalia, which they had, they had a pretty damn good match on Monday Night Raw. I, I, I agree a hundred percent. Yes, they, they had a really they had a damn now, good match. Now, I, I, I still haven't even seen the whole match yet. So who's on Monday Night right now as far as when? Got uh, Natalia, uh, Raquel Rodriguez, Raquel Ra- that, Rodriguez. That's the, that, that's the match that's, that's going to happen. The, that's the opponent. Oh, that's, yeah. that's one opponent. Who, who else is on there? Uh. Uh, Did I say Natalia already? <laughs> there are so few women. He's like, Did I say Natalia already? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Monday Night Raw roster. There's no, she don't really have an opponent. Yeah, I agree. Uh, oh, the Hill Club said Trish Stratus. <laughs> <laughs> Is Shayna Baszler on Raw? I mean, uh, I don't I think know. they go back and forth. No, I think they're on Raw. No, no, I think they're on Raw. They was on Raw Monday. I think they're on Raw. All right. So let's see. Hold on. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. We got a lot of damn men on the roster. Good God. All right. The women's division for Raw, Becky Lynch, Candice LeRae, Chelsea Green, Dana Brooke, Emma, Indy Hartwell, Lita, 
Liv Morgan, Maxine Dupree, Natalia, Nikki Cross, Piper Niven, Raquel Gonzalez, uh, Rhea Ripley, Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, Sonya Deville, Tegan Knox, Trish Stratus, Valhalla, Gia Lee, and Zoe Stark. So I'm going with uh, Raquel and uh, Shayna. Those are your two opponents right there. Oh, yeah. That'd be a hell of a triple threat, boy. And that, those are your two opponents right there. I'm saying that's money all goddamn day. Yep. Money all day. And it's that more money if you put the belt on one. Raquel, now she the champ, the women champ, and the tag team champ. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, money I, all day. <clears throat> I, I can't wait to see that match between her and Raquel, uh, Rhea and Raquel. Absolutely. That's going to yeah, be a great match. Hit. And they need to make that shit happen now. Make it happen sooner than later. SummerSlam. Yeah, because they, they hold out too long. Right now, being, right now, being, a, being a manager of, of Dom and not wrestling consistently, her her title reign suck right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree that that her her title reign thus far has been less than good. Um, and I, I I agree. I think because of how good she is, that is a, a lot of disservice to her. The the interaction with her and Dom is is cool. It's funny, but what about her title ring? That's, exactly. That right. needs to be a focus at some point because I and think like she could be a dominant like champion. Title, yeah, and they, it's like they put a title on the back burner. Like, okay, we know you're the champion, but right now we need you to boost him up. Fuck him. <laughs> I would I would rather not. But hey, <laughs> why? Have y'all seen the video? I uh, seen the video when um uh, Rhea Ripley was flirting with the ring announcing Samantha. Yes. Yes. Y'all saw that video? Yeah. Man, look, I ain't gonna lie. But I, was, I, was, I, was just, I don't watch that video, but I know about it at least 50 <laughs> times by now. Hey, Samantha's bad. Boy, that was some of the sexiest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but Samantha, I, like, and Samantha like. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But I don't like, I, Samantha is too, too animated when she announces. She need to tone that shit back a lot. I, I do agree. I do agree with that. That's the only thing. That's the only blemish on her record. You're doing, only you're doing way, way too much right now. But I do like how I do like how she calls out Imperium. Like, that's cool. Where everybody is like, okay, it's you know. But that's the only. That's like literally the only blemish that she has. I think she's a hell of an announcer. So, all right. So next up, <clears throat> we covered. Hold on one second. I gotta pause. Y'all talk for just a minute. I need to mute this. Okay. Yeah, so, well, I like if, I pass that off to, if I pass that off to you, Ron, my bad. No, <laughs> no worries, man. No worries. I'm back. Um, all right. knows. So we, <laughs> we cover Money in the Bank, and then just a few hours later, at 8 o'clock, three hours later, or five hours later, actually, at 8 o'clock, we had Collision on the same day. <clears throat> so... Collision has been okay, the first two episodes. First episode was very good. Uh, second episode was all right. Um, this third episode was a little bit better than the second, but not quite as good as the first. Um, at least that's my opinion. Um, Kurt, what did you think about, before we go into it, what did you think about this third episode? No, I agree. I agree. I, I, I thought the first one was, was I'm not going to say very good, because I don't say very good. I thought it, the first one was good. <laughs> Second one was okay, but I think the third one was better than the second. Okay, what about you, Brandon? Um, I don't have, I, I, I can't say anything because I did not catch the third episode. Okay, 
right. <clears throat> well, the first actual match was MJF versus some job guy. Um, but then they've got it listed here as MJF versus Ethan Page because that's eventually what happened. Um, MJF came out and, like, absolutely squashed uh, a local talent. Then Mr. All-Ego Ethan Page came out and challenged, or goaded, rather, uh, MJF until he accepted the match. Uh, MJF is the winner on this match. Uh, the grade that Bleacher Report gave it was a C+. Um, Brandon, you said you didn't see it, but Kurt, what did you think about the match? <clears throat> uh, I'm, I'm, I'll give it a C plus as well, but uh, to pick you back off of what we just said about Rhea, I think MJF title reign is even worse than her. I, I agree. 100% it, agree with this, that. This shit is fucking terrible. 110%. This shit is fucking terrible. And I'm like, hey man, what are you going to, what are y'all going to do with this guy? What are you going to do with it? Cause this shit right, right now is fucking bad. It is bad. And I'm like, what, what's what's the end? What's the end of life? What's the game plan? Where are we going with him? Yeah, and that's the thing with his with his. Where, where range, are we going? I don't think they have a clue. Yeah, it's it's it, it sucks. This is this is bad. Yeah, I yeah. You put a title on him, and you have no plan, no opponents for him to go up against. Constantly, like, what the fuck are we doing? And and I, are they? Do I get a title shot next? I, okay, Curtis is up next. Then at the curve, go then Ron go next, then Brandon is next. That's gonna be the three part of your opponent, <laughs> your next opponent. Like that's how it, it looked right now. That's exactly what it looks like. Especially when you're really you're really gonna try to get Ethan Page over. Like what the fuck? What has Ethan Page done to to deserve a title shot? Nothing. 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 So I think he's good. I think he, I will say one thing. I think he's good on the mic. Agreed. But other other than that, nothing. He's done nothing. Yeah, I, uh, Hill Club, um, we'll get you in here in just a moment. Let us run through these reviews, and then in between the reviews and when we talk about the Tribal Council, uh, we'll get you in here for some comments. So give us just a second. Um, next up, you have Dustin Rhodes versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, the, to me, this was a lose-lose situation. Um, yeah. <laughs> because if you beat Powerhouse Hobbs, then you've, you're failing in trying to build him up. Uh-huh. But if you beat Dustin Rhodes, then you're beating someone that I think still has gas in the tank, especially in the AEW landscape. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think this was a lose-lose situation. Powerhouse well, Hobbs wins. The match was pretty good. But, uh, Kurt, what did you think about the match? And what do you think about... In the, in the bigger picture, what do you think about building up Hobbs and not doing more with Dustin? So, uh, I agree with you in the beginning, but now I've just thought about it. I don't think Powerhouse loses anything. If he if he would have lost that match, you still can build on, build on him because of who Dustin is. Yeah. So, I don't think he would have hurt if he lost that match. But I, I do think you still have a lot in Dustin. To where you can do something with him. Absolutely. You Absolutely. can do something with Dustin. Now, so I, yeah, I don't think Dustin right. really want that. Kind of, but they only were wrestling one or two days out of the fucking week. So I think he should be built up. Yeah. If you're going to do anything with him and still be on TV. 
Now, no, I think <clears throat> I think that Dustin I think that Dustin deserves one last I, I do too. for everything yeah. that he is contributing. Hey man, I would to love the business, him listen, and his family. I would I would love for them to somehow get a storyline going to where he can we can put the title on him. And it ain't gotta be for a long time. Just put right. it on him one goddamn time before he retires, because I think he deserved it. Yeah. I, I, I really, <laughs> absolutely I really do. And, and for this to be an Owen Hart tournament match, um He's the only person that that I know of that had a personal connection with Owen Hart in this entire tournament. That's what he said on a post. He said that he's the only one in the company that had any type of connection ever to Owen Hart. Yeah, other the than only one. So other, other, than, other, than, him. other than Jeff Jarrett. Other than Jeff. Okay, Jarrett. yeah, yeah. I forgot about yeah, Jeff. Jeff I forgot about Jeff Jarrett. But Jeff you know, right in the tournament. They're the only two. Them the only two that are active wrestlers that had any type and of. Listen, why man, Jeff Jarrett I, is not in that tournament? I don't understand. I don't. I don't know, but I think that's stupid as hell. Jeff like Jarrett ought to be in that tournament because they were tag team Look, partners when that shit went down. He should be in that tournament. I like Tony Khan, and I understand what he's trying to do, but I hate this idea with this tournament. I, 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 this, I, I do think, too. I think this is a bad idea, and this need to be the last year they fucking do this right now. Yeah, I don't need to do they, this. They don't need to do this. I thought last no, year. No. I thought last year was a great. It was a good gesture. Yeah. yeah. Good heart, good Justin. Don't and then after that, you let it go. Yeah, let it go. Cause this is I, I don't like this at all. Yeah. I don't not at all. Bleacher, One bit. Bleacher Report gave their match a B minus. I don't think it was a B minus. Um, no, I would probably say a, as uh, Brandon said earlier, I say as a C flat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the next match was Miro and Anthony Henry. And who are the workhorsemen? Because it says Anthony Henry of the workhorsemen. I don't know. What the hell? Never heard of him. Me? Never heard of him. Okay. But Miro wins. They give it a grade of incomplete because Miro just absolutely smashed this man. Um, I do like what they're doing with, with Miro. His gimmick as the Redeemer is a little bit confusing to me. But I do like what they're doing with him in ring. What did you think about this one, Kurt? Or do you think anything about this one? I don't. And if you're going to be getting it, please give it a fucking F. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. You know something. But I, but, but, but I do like what they're doing with Miro as you. I do like that. I, I like it a lot. Yeah, and I, I agree. think they're trying to – I think if they do the right thing to build more with them, I think it will be really good for the company. Agreed. Next up is Juice Robinson versus Ricky Starks in another Owen Hart uh, quarterfinal match. This win kind of surprised me, but I'm glad they did it this way. Um, but Ricky Starks gets the win. Bleacher Report gave the match a B. I agree with that grade. I think this was a, a good match. I I like Juice Robinson more than I thought I was going to like Juice Robinson. Um, and I, I hope they stick with... with Continuing to build Ricky Starks because I like him. Um, what did you think about this one, Kurt? I agree with the Gray. I like Ricky Starks, and he continues to get better, in my opinion. I, I wasn't a fan of his at all when he was in NWA or AEW when he first got there. But dude has grown on me a lot, and he's gotten a lot fucking better. A lot better. Yes. But this Juice Robson guy, he fucking sucks. <laughs> he fucking sucks. <laughs> I don't like this guy one fucking bit. <laughs> he's terrible. He is fucking terrible. All right. 
So, all right. Next up, we got Chris Statlander versus versus Lady Frost. Um, yeah. Okay. So, I don't even know what to say about this. Statlander got trash. Yeah. Trash. Trash. Statlander gets the win, which she should have. I I see big things happening for Statlander. Statlander shouldn't be TBS champion. Statlander should be the AEW Women's Champion. Um, Bleacher Report gave this match a C plus. I'm gonna say, eh. Uh, we know what Kirk thinks, so we're gonna move on to the next one. Well, hold on, hold on. Okay, go I ahead. Go ask, ahead. I wanna ask you: Do you really think she should be champion? Well, n- not right now. Let me. Re- yeah, I do need to back up off of that a little bit. Not right now, but I think she needs to be on that path. Look, I, who else do you give that to in in AEW? Jay Carhill when she comes back. I don't. I don't disagree with that either. I don't disagree I don't with that. I don't think they ever should have took the title off her. And right now, the way they're doing Chris, you, you're not doing her a, a, a service by the opponents you're giving her, and the way you're pushing her. And the fans are shitting all over her right now. Yeah, and that's that's unfortunate. They're they're, they're, they're not buying this one bit. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm used to the crowd reaction. Like they not into her at all. I will say at least she's not from the Andromeda Galaxy anymore. At least she dropped that shit. Yeah. So, but this is not this is not a good title reign either. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see it get better, man. But I I, I have to when when you're right, you're right, and I gotta uh, admit it. The the fans aren't into it. I like her. I think she's a good wrestler. But I do too. She, I, she you know, but when she was out before she got hurt, you know, I was a big fan of her. Yeah, big fan. But I don't think. They should have took the title off of Jay Carrier and put it on her the way they did it. And the way you did yeah, it. I agree with that 100%. And then, but now the opponents you give her and then how you did it, the fans not buying into it. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did Jay Cargill when, uh, all kind of wrong on that match. Or, or it wasn't even a match. It was just like I showed up and I took your title. Yeah, um, yeah they, they did her all kind of wrong on that. But I take my hat off to Jay for being a professional to go along with it. Yeah. And let's see what happens when she comes back. And the next match I was really looking forward to, um, and it didn't disappoint. Uh, Roderick Strong versus Samoa Joe in the men's another men's quarterfinal uh, match for the Owen Hart tournament. Um, Samoa Joe wins. A good match, in my opinion. This is what happens. When you have competent professionals who get in the ring and can give you a good wrestling match, um, Bleacher Report gave it a A minus. I would give it a B, but um, I thought it was a good match. Uh, I liked the outcome. We we knew that Punk and Joe were on a no pun intended collision course. Um, I just think that that should have been the final, not the semifinal. I agree with that. Um, I totally agree with that. So, but what did you think about this match, Kurt? I thought it was good. I, I don't. I'm not gonna give it an A. I, I might give it a B minus. Samoa Joe is just like, um, like fine wine. He just get better with age. <laughs> yes. You know this dude. I, I can't say enough about him. You know he just looks good. He always give a good match. I'm wasn't um, didn't have to know a lot about uh, Roger Strong, but he's a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. He's a good wrestler, and I thought it was a good match. Really good match. Agreed, agreed. I just think the, the disservice is going to be having Punk and Joe in a semifinal match um, instead of the yes. finals. 
Yeah. Uh, unless unless the the thought process is trying to get over. I don't. I don't yeah, I still don't see it. Uh, either Hobbs or Starks against either Joe or Punk um, being anywhere near as good as as Punk and Joe. No, so, and that makes no sense at all. So you're right. This should have been the final. Yeah, yeah. This this just should have been the finals because if you want the best match. Uh, to give the the best bang for for the buck, so to speak, uh, this would have been it. So yeah, but so that was the show. That was the main event. Um, overall, I would probably give this show a C. Um, it had some some mundane moments that weren't very good, but overall, it was it was better than the the, the show than the week before. Um, what do you think overall, Kurt? I agree with the grade you gave, but I'll give it a C. Okay, but I think that I think and I don't maybe I think the first the first episode was, was really good and I don't know why these companies struggle to try to be try to keep that consistency on just giving a good show every week. I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah. Now, before we get Hill Club on here to, to talk about some of the things he wanted to talk about, um, according to WrestleNomics. AEW Collision got 452,000 views on TNT on Saturday. Um, that's a 24.3% decrease from the previous week's live event. This one was taped. This wasn't a live. This was a pre-taped collision. Um, but the, the one before it pulled in 595,000 viewers. So, and that's WWE coming on five hours before um collision once they have a head-to-head battle man this is not in my opinion at least this is not gonna look good for AEW this is not gonna look good because they're down 24 percent and the show happened five hours before that so anyway uh we're gonna bring hill club on here as if i can figure out how to work this damn thing again Hill Club, send me a request to come on again. For some reason, I'm not seeing the the previous one. There he is. Invite. Welcome aboard, Hill Club. Hey, guys. Good morning on the East Coast. It has been a hectic week and everything. I hope everybody's been all right. (laughs) Good morning. How you doing? What's up, up, Hill Club? Uh, Not much. I'm just trying to... Take care of things because uh, last week my mother went into the hospital. She had vertigo episodes, and then they found out that she had suffered a mini stroke. Oh, oh man! Wow. Well, very sorry to hear that, and uh, yeah. we'll keep you in our thoughts and prayers. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you. I'm actually on doing like two calls here: one call with you on one phone, and one call with mom to check up on her on the rehab. <laughs> so I can multitask. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I know you. I know you wanted to chime in on a few things from Money in the Bank. Um, let's go ahead and jump into that. Yes, uh, Money in the Bank. Uh, obviously, some of the predictions I did not see. I thought it was a great ma- pay per view on some parts, like the Money in the Bank men's, especially how Ricochet and Logan Paul the last few seconds near the ropes, and how Ricochet so quick to get that move off and land. Oh, my God. Highlight of the match. I agree 100% on that one. Um, let's see. 
trying to do a few things at once. Yeah. Um, the main event, especially how Roman finally getting pinned of all people. And I said it on the match on uh, here before. With everybody's finishing maneuvers like John Cena's attitude adjustment, Brock Lesnar's F5s, KO's stunners, and all of the, the opponents Roman's faced over the years, a splash off the top and he gets pinned? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, it made no sense. Uh, no. Have somebody with more effective of a move try to beat Roman. Yeah. yeah so, I mean... It's just ridiculous. I mean, if you're going to try to push Jay Uso of all people, yeah, you got to have something to show for. Yeah, I, I definitely think um, having Roman take the pin was the wrong decision, um, especially going into what we'll be talking about here in a few minutes, uh, the tribal council that happened last night. Um, yeah, I was, I was not pleased with that finish at all. No. I, you know, and you build up Roman all this time, and it's been three and a half years until he finally gets pinned. Hey, what does this mean now for his title reign? Is it in jeopardy? So people are saying that, oh, now that he finally gets pinned, does this mean he's going to lose soon? Yes, I agree. I agree. I, I just, it, it, it sets, to me, it sets a tone and a precedent for what happens next with Roman Reigns. And I don't think the tone that it sets matches where they're going with Roman Reigns, if that makes any sense whatsoever. A little bigger box. You don't have But, yeah, I, I, what did you think about the uh, the women's money in the bank? Oh, it was, it was a good way to say, you know, finally someone else who's going to step up the ladder and become a challenger, a competitor, like Eero, Eero Sky. Now, where she did near the end and how she handcuffed Becky and and Bailey, how Bailey knocked her off the ladder, I thought at first, you know what, maybe Eero Sky didn't know Becky did that. Well, no, I'm not Becky. Um, oh, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, maybe she didn't know. And then all of a sudden, she locks them both up in handcuffs. I'm like, oh, how brilliant was that as she climbs up the ladder and finally gets the briefcase. A well-deserved ending for that match. I agree. I agree. I definitely think the right person won. Um, overall, I think both of the uh, of the Money in the Bank matches, the right person won. And I'm interested in seeing how the, the – how they play it out with the with the cashing in part on uh, on both uh, Damian Priest and Eo Sky. Yeah, I mean Eo Sky. I don't, you don't know maybe she'll cash in this week coming up uh, with uh, Bianca Belair and Oscar match. I mean, do we really want to see Bianca Belair win this coming week after she just had the longest reigning record in women's history? I do. Or, or do we want to see maybe Eel Sky try to cash in on Oscar? I want to see. I want to see Bianca win. I I would rather see uh, Bianca and and Oscar on a pay per view. And if they're gonna have Eel Sky cash in on that match, it needs to be a big moment. Yeah. 
So I agree. All right, well, Hill Club, thank you for joining us, man. We're gonna uh, go ahead and and hop into the uh, the talk about uh, yesterday's tribal council, and then wrap up the show. And again, man, um, you you've got our support, thoughts, and prayers for your mom. Um, I've had vertigo episodes. Um, I know how bad those are, so I can definitely yeah. feel that well, pain. Trust me, I've seen it with her and how she was dizzy, and then she started throwing up and anything. It was not pretty. All right? yeah, that was I, the worst moment for her. Yeah, I oh. would I would not wish that on anyone. Um, if you've ever dealt with it, folks that are listening, if you've ever dealt with it, you know what it's like. Um, but, uh, yeah, just keep us updated, man, and, and we'll keep you in our thoughts and prayers. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having me on here. No problem. No problem. All right. Man, I uh, hate to hear that for, for Hill Club's mom, but uh, hopefully everything will, will turn out okay and for the better. Um, kind of a tough segue into what happened last night. Um, we're not going to review uh, SmackDown as a as a whole show, but I think all three of us want to discuss that Tribal Council thing. I'm not even going to call it a segment. Um, I wasn't expecting that until the end of SmackDown, uh, but they had it here at the beginning. Um, I thought it was very confusing. I thought it was convoluted, and I I don't think it was very good. I think it didn't do anything to help with the, the storyline. Um, Kurt, what did you think about this whole situation with the with the tribal council? I thought it was stupid and a waste of damn time. I agree with everything you just said. Yeah. Because um, this, was, this was dumb. And it was, it, what do you get out of it? Nothing. Yeah. And, and, and if you don't get anything out of it, I thought it was bad. I thought it was really, really bad. What about you, Brandon? What did you think about that last night? It went entirely. That sent me. Oh gosh, yes. Now I didn't watch the whole thing. I didn't watch the whole thing because I was at work while this was going on. But from what I saw, I was like, "Well, is this another layer to the story?" But I don't like. I'm like, was all that? Was all that? Was it? Was it all necessary? That's that was my question. No, I think they. I think there's some things with them. I don't think we need to see. I think we're getting to the point we don't need to see them on TV every single week. Because I feel like it's going to get stale. Like I mean, some of the stuff that you know they have going on, this kind of let's just kind of let it marinate a little bit. And that, that segment didn't need to go almost forty minutes. It did. No, especially it, open and, the show because it's, it's like a lot. If you don't keep, if you don't keep the audience, if you know, if, as a casual fan, I'm speaking as a casual fan. Like I don't think a casual fan would really want to see somebody like up having a whole discussion for forty minutes. Yeah, you know and what I'm saying? and then the 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 post tribal council like beat down or whatever that that was too much i mean the segment itself went too long but then the post segment beat down went on even longer it was yeah. it was just way too much i agree with with both of y'all 100 percent um it didn't do anything to further the storyline for casual fans it's definitely going to confuse them <laughs> when tuning in um yeah. And it was just confusing. Like we we just talked about Roman Reigns and his expressions and the way he conveys his emotions. Last night was a poor it, at the point where he started saying he's done and gave the 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 lay to uh, to Jay and then knelt before like that whole thing. I, I knew I knew that was some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Well, right. And and uh, we could see that a mile away. 
my thing, what I was disappointed in, they had this so-called tribal council, but then we see none of the elders. Now, that may be because some of the elders aren't in great health and could and can't make it. So I understand right. that part of it. But we see like maybe no no video spots from the elders, no nothing from Afa and Sika, uh nothing from Rikishi. Not, nothing from any of them, and I think that is what, that, at least for me, I was hoping to see some of that. Roman made mention of his dad being in the back. Why can't we get a backstage segment? You know, hey, what do you think about this? You know, what do you yeah. think about what Roman has done over the course of his tenure as tribal chief sort of things? Um, definitely. And, I, and I, I thought that's where they were going when they started saying Exhibit A, Exhibit, exhibit B. I thought that's where they were going. They was gonna bring the elders out and start talking. Same thing. Because I, I, I because I I truly believe that at this point, folks, especially if you're a casual fan, like they need to start seeing. Okay, where did this dynasty come from? Who are these people? Because Absolutely. Casual fan today don't know don't know Offense Seeker unless their grandparents watched wrestling back in the day and told them about it. Yeah. So it would be a nice touch to see. Cause you know with Alpha and Seeker, the, the elder elders like okay I get it they might their help their help might not yeah because I think I think Seeker yeah and 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 that's and that's and that's that's cool um because I, I think at one point I think probably the oldest person I seen get on the TV was May Young and Freddie Blassie <laughs> you know they was on there for a long time but you know I but I told I, 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 I totally get it it would be a nice touch to see you know Rikishi and. And and Jacob Fatu and uh, uh, Samu and all them. Oh, you're not gonna see guys. Jacob. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard about that. Jacob, is, <laughs> so, Jacob is completely fucked. Any chance that he's got to get in WWE? Oh man, oh man, yeah, yeah. But but, but anyway, uh, continue it would with your, a, with your it would just be a, it would just be a nice touch to have them included in the storyline as well, even if it's just to make a one-off appearance. I agree. You know, especially uh, especially over Rikishi because Rikishi is the he's the name that a lot of us remember mm-hmm. because you know for, for obvious reasons. You know, we talk about a tire with uh with Nakamura. Rikishi's attire is an all timer. We ain't gonna get into that, but um, <laughs> but yeah, but um, I, yeah. We, we need to see some of the other guys in there to kind of just add, especially like as far as like his in a historical sense. Why this bloodline thing is so important? Yeah, yeah. you you bring because those- the Samoans are one of the best. I, I I and this is my opinion. I think the Samoan like the, that Samoan dynasty man. Those are the ones they. If you can't talk about the wrestling business without them. No, I agree. Yeah, and, and I ultimately thought I ultimately thought then this is what I thought when they first talked about the bloodline breaking up, and I thought they saying Jay was going to go against Roman. Ultimately, thought that it'd be a WrestleMania to where the the Rock shows up and calls Roman the title and let it tell him that he's not worthy of being tribal chief. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think in, during this, Brandon. Well, first of all, Brandon brings up a very good point. I think what they needed to have done before now is to run through the history of the the. Uh, I can't say that last name anyway. Um, Anawai. There we go. That yeah. uh, run through the actual bloodline, the real bloodline of who's who, how far they go back, <clears throat> and just how how far these branches go out on that family tree in the world of professional wrestling. Um, 
And they, 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 I think have, have missed the opportunity to do that. They can still do it, but it's not going to carry the impact say that it would have prior to WrestleMania when everything was going good for the bloodline. Yeah. You know, um, I think they're missing opportunities of having, you know, again, the elders may not be able to, to be there because of age. As I said, Sika, I believe is 80, um, off of, I, I, I know he, I think he's in his late seventies. So I, I understand, you know, they may not be able to travel or health wise. I don't know what's going on with either one of them. So you may not be able to get, um, even a video package from them. And that's, that's cool. That's understandable. But Rikishi is still very vocal online and in social media. And as Brandon said, he's a name that most fans right now would remember. And he's got three children involved in this thing. Yep. So yeah. you would think that they would have something from him. Even if it's disagreeing with Jay and Jimmy. Just something. But they haven't involved anybody else from this, you know, and I don't want to use the word supposed because it really is a dynasty, but they haven't really used anybody else in this Samoan dynasty to further this. And maybe I was dreaming last night, but I could have swore I saw Rikishi in the ring. I, I missed, I missed it because, you know, they went back to this whole thing at the end. I missed the ending. I was kind of halfway watching and doing something else when the let, when the end of the show happened. So I don't know if he was or not. I'll have to go back and watch that. Yeah, I, I think he did show up at the end. If I'm not mistaken, I, unless I was dreaming of I don't know, but I could have sworn he was at the, he was, he was You're dream, the Dreaming of what we actually need to see. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, the whole Tribal Council thing, I was really excited when they, they announced it. I was like, okay, cool. Maybe we'll finally get to see some of the elders chime in. Maybe we'll finally get to see, you know, the, the appearance of some other family members because the younger brother, uh, as I said before, is, had debuted with, um, Booker T's promotion in Houston. Um, and for those of you who don't might not understand why I said that Jacob Fatu has pretty much screwed himself out of any chance of getting in WCW, right now it is alleged that Jacob Fatu has been booking himself himself on third party shows outside of MLW and then no showing the shows but keeping the money. Um there is that's all alleged right now uh that's the that's the story that's out there right now and he's had past run-ins with with the authorities and that's kind of what's kept him out of wwe up to this point at least from what i've read um so i think we can scrap him from any of the plans unfortunately i think that would have been a great surprise uh to show up but we you, you still got other people to pull from um I just think that, that what they did last night was it, it agreed with Brandon. It went on way too long. Agreed with Kurt. It, it was overall not well done and, and dumb. Um, so maybe they'll clear it up, man. I, I agree. It's, it's getting kind of redundant seeing them on TV every week. Um, Jay and Jimmy, I like them. I've always liked the Usos, except for the – Uso Penitentiary run. I didn't like that. Um, but that said, they are not good on the mic. 
um, the whole call and response thing type of thing they do with their promos. It, it, to me, it doesn't work for a good promo. Um, so I think maybe they need a mouthpiece. And another thing last night that made no sense as Paul Heyman was talking and said, nobody tells him to be quiet or whatever, except one person. And then solo puts his hand over the mic and then walks over to a corner. What was the point of that? I have no idea. I mean, I, I was waiting on maybe Solo was going to speak. I don't know. But all he did was walk over, take the mic, walk over to a corner, and stand there. And even then, it was a couple of minutes before uh, Roman showed up. So, yeah, that didn't make any sense. There was just a lot of things that didn't make sense last night in that tribal council. Um, so, uh, hopefully, they write waste, this ship. A waste of everybody's time. Yes. I agree. Um, and then, like I said, I have to go back and watch the end of, end of the show. Uh, I missed out on that because once I saw what happened, I was let down by, by the whole thing. So I didn't really care to see anything else. Um, so, but anyway, folks, that's the show for today. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. We definitely enjoyed doing it. Um, it'll be interesting once again to see, um, what happens with, uh, with AEW Collision once they and WWE go head to head on a Saturday night. And we don't have too long to wait for that because the next, uh, the next WWE pay-per-view is coming up in just a couple of weeks or I say two weeks, three weeks probably. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, Hill Club, thank you for, for the compliment. Good show. Thank you for being on the show. And, uh, we got your mom and our thoughts and prayers. Uh, Kurt, you got anything to say to the folks before we get out of here? Everybody enjoy the rest of the weekend. All right. Brandon, I'm going to give you a chance to say what you want to say, but go get some sleep, bro. (laughs) I'm just glad. Everybody, y'all have a great weekend. Have a great week. And I'm so glad. I'm proud of myself for making it through, even though I dozed off twice. Y'all just did. And you said you wouldn't have very much input. You gave a, uh, you were coherent through the whole thing, man. (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 I do my best. I do my best. You know, I, I do my best work when I when I'm when my back is up against the wall. So that's how I operate. But it's all good. Y'all have a good rest of y'all week. And yes, I am going back. To all right, everybody. I'm going to sign out the same as my partners did. Y'all have a great rest of the weekend. Have a great week. We will see you back here next Saturday, 10 a.m. Thank you guys for joining in. Kurt, send us out of here.